Act Four of A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please contact LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, The Wood. Enter Titania and Bottom. Peas blossom, cobweb, moth, mustard seed, and other fairies attending. Oberon behind unseen come sit thee down upon this flowery bed while i thy amiable cheeks do coy and stick musk roses in thy sleek smooth head and kiss thy fair large ears my gentle joy where's peas blossom ready scratch my head peas blossom where's monsieur cobweb ready monsieur cobweb good monsieur get you your weapon in your hand and kill me a red-hipped humble-bee on the top of a thistle and good monsieur bring me the honey-bag do not fret yourself too much in the action monsieur and good monsieur have a care the honey-bag break not i would be loath to have you overflown with a honey-bag signor where's monsieur mustard seed ready give me your neff monsieur mustard seed pray you leave your curtsy good monsieur what's your will nothing good monsieur but to help cavallero cobweb to scratch i must to the barbers monsieur for methinks i am marvellous hairy about the face and i am such a tender ass if my hair do but tickle me i must scratch what wilt thou hear some music my sweet love i have a reasonable good ear in music let's have the tongs and the bones or say sweet love what thou desirest to eat truly a peck of provender i could munch your good dry oats methinks i have a great desire to a bottle of hay good hay sweet hay hath no fellow i have a venturous fairy that shall seek the squirrel's hoard and fetch thee new nuts i had rather have a handful or two of dried peas but i pray you let none of your people stir me i have an exposition of sleep come upon me sleep thou and i will wind thee in my arms fairies be gone and be always away so doth the woodbine the sweet honeysuckle gently entwist the female ivy so enrings the barky fingers of the elm. Oh, how I love thee! How I dote on thee! They sleep. Oberon advances. Enter Puck. Welcome, good Robin. Seest thou this sweet sight? Her dotage now I do begin to pity for meeting her of late behind the wood seeking sweet favours for this hateful fool i did upbraid her and fall out with her for she his hairy temples then had rounded with coronet of fresh and fragrant flowers 
and that same dew which sometime on the buds was wont to swell like round and orient pearls stood now within the pretty flower its eyes like tears that did their own disgrace bewail when i had at my pleasure taunted her and she in mild terms begged my patience i then did ask of her her changeling child which straight she gave me and her fairy sent to bear him to my bower in fairyland and now i have the boy i will undo this hateful imperfection of her eyes and gentle puck take this transformed scalp from off the head of this athenian swain that he awaking when the other do may all to athens back again repair and think no more of this night's accidents but as the fierce vexation of a dream but first i will release the fairy queen be as thou wast wont to be touching her eyes with an herb see thou as thou was wont to see diane's bud or cupid's flower hath such force and blessed power now my titania wake you my sweet queen my oberon what visions have i seen methought i was enamoured of an ass there lies your love how came these things to pass oh how mine eyes do loathe his visage now silence awhile robin take off this head titania music call and strike more dead than common sleep of all these five the sense music ho music such as charmeth sleep now when thou wakest with thine own fool's eyes peep sound music still music come my queen take hands with me and rock the ground whereon these sleepers be now thou and i are new in amity and will to-morrow midnight solemnly dance in duke theseus's house triumphantly and bless it to all fair prosperity there shall the pairs of faithful lovers be wedded with theseus all in jollity fairy king attend and mark i do hear the morning lark then my queen in silence sad trip we after night's shade we the globe can compass soon swifter than the wandering moon come my lord and in our flight tell me how it came this night that i sleeping here was found with these mortals on the ground exeunt horns sound within enter theseus hippolyta aegeus and a train go one of you find out the forester for now our observation is performed, and since we have the voward of the day, my love shall hear the music of my hounds. Uncouple in the western valley, go, dispatch, I say, and find the forester. Exit an attendant. We will, fair queen, up to the mountain's top, and mark the musical confusion of hounds and echo in conjunction. I was with Hercules and Cadmus once, when in a wood of Crete they bade the bear with hounds of Sparta. Never did I hear such gallant chiding, for, besides the groves, 
the skies the fountains every region near seemed all one mutual cry i never heard so musical a discord such sweet thunder my hounds are bred out of the spartan kind so flewed so sanded and their heads are hung with ears that sweep away the morning dew crook-kneed and dew-lapped like thessalian bulls slow in pursuit but matched in mouth like bells each under each a cry more tunable was never hallowed to nor cheered with horn in crete in sparta nor in thessaly judge when you hear but soft what nymphs are these my lord this is my daughter here asleep and this lysander this demetrius is this helena old nedir's helena i wonder of their being here together no doubt they rose up early to observe the rite of may and hearing our intent came here in grace of our solemnity but speak aegeus is this not the day that hermia should give answer of her choice it is my lord go bid the huntsmen wake them with their horns horns and shout within demetrius lysander hermia and helena awake and start up good morrow friends saint valentine is past begin these woodbirds but to couple now pardon my lord he and the rest kneel to theseus i pray you all stand up i know you two are rival enemies how comes this gentle concord in the world that hatred is so far from jealousy to sleep by hate and fear no enmity my lord i shall reply amazedly half sleep half waking but as yet i swear i cannot truly say how i came here but as i think for truly would i speak and now i do bethink me so it is i came with hermia hither our intent was to be gone from athens where we might be without the peril of the athenian law enough enough my lord you have enough i beg the law the law upon his head they would have stolen away they would demetrius thereby to have defeated you and me you of your wife and me of my consent of my consent that she should be your wife my lord fair helen told me of their stealth of this their purpose hither to this wood and i in fury hither followed them fair helena in fancy following me but my good lord i wot not by what power but by some power it is my love to hermia melted as the snow seems to me now as the remembrance of an idle god which in my childhood i did dote upon and all the faith the virtue of my heart the object and the pleasure of mine eye is only helena to her my lord was i betrothed ere i saw hermia but like in sickness did i loathe this food but as in health come to my natural taste now i do wish it love it long for it and will forevermore be true to it fair lovers you are fortunately met of this discourse we more will hear anon aegeus i will overbear your will for in the temple by and by with us these couples shall eternally be knit and for the morning now is something worn our purposed hunting shall be set aside away with us to athens three and three we'll hold a feast in great solemnity 
Come, Hippolyta. Exeunt Theseus, Hippolyta, Aegeus, and Train. These things seem small and undistinguishable, like far-off mountains turned into clouds. Methinks I see these things with parted eye, when everything seems double. So, methinks, and I have found Demetrius like a jewel, mine own and not mine own. It seems to me that yet we sleep, we dream. Do not you think the Duke was here, and bid us follow him? Yea, and my father. And Hippolyta. And he did bid us follow to the temple. Why, then, we are awake. Let's follow him. And by the way, let us recount our dreams. Exeunt. As they go out, Bottom awakes. <sighs> when my cue comes, call me, and I will answer. My next is Most Fair Pyramus. Hey-ho, Peter Quince, Flute the Bellows Mender, Snout the Tinker, Starbling, God's my life, Stolen hence and left me asleep. I have had a most rare vision. I have had a dream past the wit of man to say what dream it was. Man is but an ass if he go about to expound this dream. Methought I was, there is no man can tell what. Methought I was, and methought I had. But man is but a patch fool if he will offer to say what methought I had. The eye of man hath not heard, the ear of man hath not seen, Man's hand is not able to taste, his tongue to conceive, nor his heart to report what my dream was. I will get Peter Quince to write a ballad of this dream. It shall be called Bottom's Dream, because it hath no bottom. And I will sing it in the latter end of a play before the Duke. For adventure, to make it the more gracious, I shall sing it at her death. Exit. End of scene one. Act four, scene two. Athens, a room in Quince's house. Enter Quince, flute, snout, and starveling. Have you sent to Bottom's house? Is he come home yet? He cannot be heard of. Out of doubt he is transported. If he come not, then the play is marred. It goes not forward, doth it? It is not possible. You have not a man in all Athens able to discharge Pyramus but he. No, he hath simply the best wit of any handicraft man in Athens. Yea, and the best person, too, and he is the very paramour for a sweet voice. You must say, Paragon, a paramour is, God bless us, a thing of naught. Enter Snug. Masters, the Duke is coming from the temple, and there is two or three lords and ladies more married. If our sport had gone forward, 
had I been made man. Oh, sweet Bully Bottom, thus hath he lost sixpence a day during his life. He could not have scraped sixpence a day, and the Duke had not given him sixpence a day for playing Pyramus. I'll be hanged. He would have deserved it. Sixpence a day in Pyramus, or nothing. Enter Bottom. Where are these lads? Where are these hearts? Bottom! Oh, most courageous day! Oh, most happy hour! Masters, I am to discourse wonders. But ask me not what, for if I tell you, I am not true Athenian. I will tell you everything right as it fell out. Let us hear, sweet bottom. Not a word of me. All that I will tell you is that the Duke hath dined. Get your apparel together. Good strings to your beards. New ribbons to your pumps. Meet presently at the palace. Every man look over his part, for the short and the long is, our play is preferred. In any case, let Thisbe have clean linen, and let not him that plays the lion pare his nails, for they shall hang out of the lion's claws. And most dear actors, eat no onions nor garlic for we are to utter sweet breath and i do not doubt but to hear them say it is a sweet comedy no more words away go away exeunt end of scene two end of act four